Hi there. Welcome back to A Creative Affair. Season two. Woohoo! All right. <laughs> my name is Bree. I'm here with Len. And if you don't know who we are, go back and listen to all of season one. <laughs> We are just so thrilled to be back and chatting, and this is the first, so we're just going to do a catch-up today, Um, and this is the first of our shorter episodes that we are calling Quickies. So, here we go. (laughs) Are you ready for a little Quickie, Len? (laughs) I definitely am ready, and I'm up for a Quickie, and uh, what a wonderful idea to... um, uh, to try and make things a little bit quicker. And, uh, you know, you and I, we do love to go on and on, don't we? Yes, <laughs> and we can. <laughs> <laughs> and we but, can very much. Right. But sometimes it's fun to just get on and record something, 15, 20 minutes, maybe even 10. You know, we're not going to hold ourselves to a specific time, but uh, we just thought it might be fun for us too to do something a little shorter. I was going to say, we've been thinking also that uh, when we cover a a wide berth of uh, a a large breadth of a topic, it's easy to lose the plot, isn't it? And by narrowing it down and just really focusing on something, we hopefully we can explore it in a little bit more detail without getting uh, sidetracked into the bigger picture. So being shorter, we're hoping it's more to the point and that we, uh, in that way, we also have so many more things that we can talk about. So I'm really excited by the idea of a quickie. And besides, uh, with someone as gorgeous as you, of course, uh, a quickie. <laughs> oh, I'm tiny bit blushing, but we've joked about it so many times. It just doesn't phase me anymore. So if you're blushing on the other end, it's okay. You'll get used to it. So... And you, either way, Len is down in Australia, <laughs> and I'm I'm here in Austin, Texas, and so um, and we are both in happy relationships, <laughs> but we want to have this relationship right now with you. So <laughs> that's very very true. And actually, while we're talking about relationships, uh, another part of our uh, season two is uh, extending the conversation with other people and uh, having a a slightly longer episode with uh, uh, three people talking together, uh, having this wonderful conversation. And uh, like uh, our other focused uh, podcasts that we've done, we're interested in talking about specific topics with people and exploring something that... uh, is important to us all as creatives that uh, to try and in deepen our understanding. Isn't that right, Bree? Oh yeah, I'm super excited, and I'm we're gonna record with our first guest next week, and I just can't wait because <laughs> he is. I've actually never met him in person. He's a personal friend of mine, and anyway, we'll tell you all about him later. Sorry. <laughs> well. Let's get on with it. Len, what have you been up to while we've been on our break in between seasons? 
Oh, I, I just actually got back from Tasmania and I spent a, a, some time in the Tarkine uh, touring with a wonderful group of photographers that I was leading, photographing uh, wilderness rainforest and uh, beautiful wet trees. And of course, I've been working in glorious monochrome, uh, photographing my beloved trees down there. And uh, we had a fantastic time. Uh, unfortunately, went out for dinner on the last evening and uh, uh, a fair percentage of our group managed to catch COVID on that night. So uh, we had a, a, a rather sad ending in, in that way. But uh, people said if that was part of the trip, uh, they would. the trip was so good it was worth it. So that was really lovely feedback to have. And on the way, this is the most exciting thing, Brie, for me, I've been studying art therapy. And uh, I've had the most amazing time learning about how art uh, works in a, in a therapeutic context and how it teaches us and, 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 and shows us things. And I, I think that's deepened me as an educator, uh, understanding. And interestingly, it's deepened my art. And I feel so much more connected in with my art through this particular process. So that's very, very exciting. What about you, Bree? What have you been up to? Oh, goodness. Well, uh, all kinds of things. But, you know, we have I have I have four kids. They're not they don't all live at home. They're actually all adults now. So I kind of now just now entered this period of my life where I have no kids in in uh, like primary or secondary school. They're all headed off in different directions or going to university. And I am sort of free to roam a little bit, which is really fun. And I, I've also been really digging into my work in confidence and self-confidence and uh, what does that mean for us creatives and how how can we grow it so that we can do the things that we want to with our art and I'm really loving that work in fact I love it so much that I, I started I started to I started a group a six-week coaching group and I have to tell you some of the insights that they're getting are just are just really awesome as as we're talking and and I'm not I'm not saying that because I think that there's something special about me it's just interesting and maybe you're noticing this with your art therapy Len that when we start when we have new questions posed to us about the things that we're doing it starts to move our brains in different ways and then we come up with new answers for ourselves and that is actually for me the most fun. So, and I'm also working on a couple of personal projects and planning a road trip on all of September. So I'm really excited. It's going to be so fun. Absolutely fantastic, isn't it? There's nothing like getting out on a road trip. And this idea that um, thinking about questions and how we think, uh, isn't that a lifelong process? Uh, living, you know, living life is a, a, a long process and uh, 
it never stops. I think that's really a special thing about our art is that it connects us with it and uh, it always throws questions back at us and uh, forces us to keep asking questions and that that dialogue is so, so exciting to have and I think, Bree, you will agree with me that being a, an educator, uh, someone that mentors people, uh, a facilitator of groups and individuals, and, and that's our, our primary roles in life uh, as teachers, uh, is a deeply rewarding thing for ourselves as well as our students. And uh, we grow from this process uh, as much as our students do. Oh, for sure. You know, what's funny is... I've been making these little mini videos to send to my group every week. And in my last video, I was like, hey, just so you know, I'm doing this work too. Like every time I meet with them, I'm because I'm asking the questions and then I'm still thinking about them. Like how, you know, where is this showing up? You know, part of self-confidence is this idea of perfection. And if we can let go of it, then it, it really does help help our confidence grow and kind of kill the self-doubt. But anyway, um, and so I actually in that work started to notice where I was holding on to some perfectionist thinking. And so I just shared that with them that I'm still doing this work. And so the beautiful thing is I get to help other people come and do that. And then I get to do it over and over and over again. And so the amazing thing that I think about and for sure, this is like my coaching work, but it's also my own, like I'm in my own art and, and working on that too. And I just noticed so many parallels between the, my, um, my own photography and the work I do with that. And then just my normal life. I mean, we, I don't think we can separate any of it. It all, it all it comes together and just sometimes a big, beautiful mess with like ups and downs. And <laughs> it's, it's, it's just kind of what life is and learning how to embrace the messiness and, and love my art. And sometimes I'm like full on into it. And sometimes I'm I like really for, for like a month, I haven't touched any photography at all for a month at least. And I'm okay with that. So understanding all of that is like, that's been really huge for me. Hmm. Uh, I can tell you my life really started to come together when I went to try to integrate instead of separating. And I was separating out bits of my life like, oh, I want to give up education because it's interfering with my um, photography or, uh, you know, I want to get out in the bush and go walking and climbing and um I do all these sorts of things. And when I actually brought them all together and actually went for an integrated life, uh, teaching photography outdoors, uh, bringing education, art, creativity, um, outdoor guiding uh, all together, uh, that's when there was this huge shift in my life. And uh, it was not only a, a mental shift, but it was also a financial shift and a security shift and uh, a sudden grounding. And I was thinking, oh, I can't do it all uh, in this sort of separate ideas, keeping everything separated. It's all too much. But when I brought it all together, 
it's actually easy and I love it and uh, I settled in and I agree with you so much that it's a it's a whole body, it's a whole life, it's everything. Uh, I live it, love it and breathe it and even when I have time off to watch a movie, I, I'm absorbing uh, photographic compositions and so it, it doesn't ever stop and I love that so much. In fact, I made it actually a kind of a conscious effort that I, I was okay. Put I didn't say, oh, I'm going to put my camera down, but I just haven't felt the, like, the big pull to use it, and I'm okay with that. It's really hot here in Texas right now, so it's kind of a tricky time to be wandering around photographing. But I've made a conscious decision to pay attention to how light hits the trees or how, um, you know, the complicated branches intertwine with each other, or even actually like, right. And I just say like right now I'm looking out the window and there's a silhouette of a tree with kind of a really hazy, like, um, you know how, when the, when the sky, it's, it's kind of blue hour slash twilight and it just becomes like a gradient a, a, like a, kind of a beautiful soft gradient even just noticing that and enjoying it and because that informs us and and also I just I want to notice those things like I want to notice nature and so when I'm out with my camera then I I'll, I'll notice similarities or uh it it just it just makes the experience more rich I think Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a fair weather photographer. Maybe not fair weather, but a a cold photographer. I, I love spring, winter, and autumn. And uh, when it comes to summer, uh, that's when I like to be hiding inside in the shadows and uh, uh, put my camera down for a period. And I just I so love the flowers in. Um, in spring, I, I so love the leaves falling off in autumn and the colours, and, and I so love the bare trees in winter and all the mist and the rain. So uh, I think uh, having time off is very, very important. Deciding, you know, if I didn't pick up my camera for a month, also deciding it wasn't actually a problem because I think a lot of us could have some judgment about how how often we should should do our art I'm looking at this board I have next to me and it says should with a big x over it because that's how strongly I feel about the word should like that I always want to have that big x over it because it just never gets us anywhere useful that word I don't know about you so the x symbolizes for you is throw this word away it's not helpful in my life yeah mostly every once in a while I say should and my husband gives me the the one eyebrow look and, <laughs> and, I, and I'm like okay but you know what I mean mm. <laughs> not really should but you get it right <laughs> so, so yeah it's a very very loaded word isn't it where we're saying that um it has to be done without saying you must, but it's a, it's implied that it's good for you and uh, all of these things. But uh, sometimes it's not, is it? We, we're better off. It's a, um, I know when we're talking about photographs with my students, uh, I like to avoid the word should. And uh, it's very easy to say, you need to cut that edge off there. 
but it's not even your photograph to cut the edge off. And uh, should is also so loaded in um, saying this is a better way. And what we really want to say is uh, if it was my photograph and uh, I'd be interested in exploring what it would be like without uh, so much white space on the edge over there. And uh, it's a suggestion rather than a, a should's a very directed word, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it's like saying you should. I don't even know how to explain it. There's some sort of, I have some sort of expectation. Or or here's what I wanted to bring up as we, this is, by the way, everyone, this conversation is totally unplanned. We're just talking about whatever we we feel directed to. But I feel like there's some sort of expectation. So if I say, hey, Len, you should cut your hair. I'll, by the way, I'll never say that. Len has gorgeous hair, but that, that <laughs> there's some expectation that I have of you. I'm like, Hey, when are you going to do that? You know, I think where it gets the most tricky, this word is when we're using it on ourselves, which looks like I should pick up my camera. I should make this thing look like this, whatever. I should be spending X amount of time writing whatever it is. And here is a really, if you, here's a quick life coach hack. If you can be onto your brain thinking this thought, so that's the first thing. So if you can, if you can be aware that you're actually thinking a sentence like that with should, even maybe sometimes you say it out loud to yourself, then just ask yourself, should I? And so if you just think, should I be doing that? I think that'll like open up some space for you to like question all kinds of things. And usually if I find myself saying, oh, I should do this, I think, should I do that? And then I go, oh, no, I don't have to do any of that that I don't want to do. So anyway, you can just you can just ask yourself that quick little question. And then you can make like once you're once you've kind of paused, then you can make a decision about what to do next. Anyway, mm. a little... because often... The real answer is uh, settling yourself and uh, listening to your intuition. Yeah. Uh, and your intuition tells you what you could be doing. Right. That 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 creative. Um, I I feel like there should be like a word for this, like my creative spirit animal, or <laughs> like because I feel like everyone has this like creative spirit inside of them. Mine whispers to me crazy things like you should go photograph dead burned Joshua trees in the middle of the desert. And you know, then I get to decide whether or not I want to keep it. But we all have that creative spirit that whispers to us these things. And so sometimes we think, sometimes those thoughts come to us like I should X, Y, Z. And when we can pause and then we can check in with that, with mm. ourselves and really see, right? I, do you, do you do that? I'm finding more often I am doing that. So I make deci conscious decisions. It's really hard to nail down one particular way of working, Brie. And mm -hmm. as I go on, I realize that I shouldn't have one way. And there's that buddy word again. Uh, <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> you heard it. Oops, Should I you? put a big X across my face. Um, but having multiple ways of working opens up possibilities. And when I say that, sometimes uh, 
one of my projects comes up and, and hits me in the face and says, Len, this is the moment and touche trees or whatever it is, and it drags me in a particular direction. And other times it's not there. And maybe the subject isn't there, maybe the light's not there. Sometimes I'm just wandering and I just have to walk for an hour or two before uh, the photo comes up or the camera comes up to eye and I actually start making work. So uh, at different times I use a different process or a procedure and the trick is to follow whatever the thread is that you're hanging on to at that moment and letting it come naturally rather than forcing it. That's what I think. Yeah, I love that perspective for sure. I mean, you're right. We all work in different ways. And, you know, we're photographers and hopefully there are others of you that are exercising your creative passions in different ways. And, you know, I think it's just... I think it's important that we check in with ourselves, though, and and listen, even if it's more unconscious, where you just feel a pull, so you go, right? I think we've all done that, like like unconsciously. Oh, I'm I, like I have to do that, without actually thinking that. And then at other times, we definitely want to check in with ourselves, you know. So, what can I say? It's art. <laughs> And it's so fun. And it is. It's just it's just such a beautiful part of life that I've actually this is like the most fun I've I've had I've been having as these past few years when you know I've been digging deep and and it really, um, you know, there's been struggles with it. I mean, let's just face it. Art isn't always, art isn't always like fun and games. Sometimes we get stressed out of, sometimes we get stressed. Sometimes it's amazing. That's why we call this a creative affair because we are so passionate about it. Right. And we have we all the emotions, right. And we have all the emotions about it. And I've had more emotions about my art in the past couple of years than I ever have. And I wouldn't trade it. It's just so fun. I just, all the parts, all the messy parts, all of the, I can't even tell you, the crying, (laughs) the stress, the elation, you know, all of it. It's beautiful. It is incredibly beautiful. Well, I was thinking that might be a, a, a lovely note to, to, to finish our first podcast on, don't you, Bree? That how wonderful art is uh, to us and all the people that we're involved in. And uh, uh, I, I even woke up this morning having dreams of uh, friends that I went to art school with uh, 35, 40 years ago. Uh, and uh, I just get so excited by art. Uh, about photography uh, and about teaching and sharing our knowledge and what we're discovering. And uh, I don't propose to be some expert, uh, but uh, I do wish to share as much as I can uh, from uh, whatever I can find out about uh, creativity. And same here. 
I don't think any of us are experts, but for sure, we're passionate about it. Thank you for joining us in our creative affair. If you love the passion we bring to this creative content, please support the podcast by sharing with a friend, subscribing and leaving us a review. To find out more about Bree's work, including her gorgeous photography and mentoring in her Creative Confidence Group Coaching Program, please visit her at creativemindscoach.com. If you'd like to learn more about creative photography, you can find me at lenmetcalf.com, where you can find links to my photography school, videos and publications. I would so love you to sign up to my newsletter. Well, until next time, we hope you enjoy your creative life. It's time to say goodbye for now.